Hey everybody, this is Clover Chat, brought to you by the University of Minnesota Extension and the Minnesota 4-H State Ambassadors. We have started this podcast to showcase all the great things 4-H has to offer. Our podcast will include stories from Minnesota 4-H members, information about 4-H opportunities, and we will also hear from some 4-H experts. Welcome to the University of Minnesota Extension 4-H podcast. This is episode five of season three, and I'm State Ambassador Megan from Anoka County. On today's episode of Clover Chat, I have some of my fellow State Ambassadors joining me. Can each of you introduce yourselves and tell us what county you're from? Hi, my name is Nalani, and I'm from Ramsey County. Hey, and I'm Jess from Sibley County. Thanks, everyone. Now, now that we know Nalani and Jess, I want to mention that they're not only state ambassadors on this year's team, but they're also a part of the SALT team, which stands for the State Ambassador Leadership Team. Nalani, can you tell us a little bit a more a little bit more about what the SALT team is? Sure. So the SALT team plays a critical role in bringing the state ambassador history to the future foragers. SALT ambassadors are responsible for working with the DOAC partners to develop and implement committee actions for their peers around them. SALT also participates in various special projects to assist that state ambassador team in Minnesota 4-H. Thank you, Nalani. Um, Jess, can you tell us about like the requirements or how someone will become a SALT member, how that process works? Yeah, so in order to become a SALT member, you have to have been a state ambassador for one whole year. And then from there, it's an application process followed by an interview. From there, we make some selections about SALT members, and they are selected, and they serve on their state ambassador team for a second year. Thanks, Jess. Um, Nalani, why don't you tell us why someone should be a SALT member or why they should consider this amazing opportunity? Yeah, and so as my first year as a SALT member, it's been such an amazing opportunity just to get to know not only the SALT team members, but the advisors and the rest of the state ambassador team. It has been such a great opportunity just to connect with them more one-on-one and really get the chance to know what they like to do, why they're passionate about 4-H, and what they hope to do in the future. And so if you're interested in becoming a SALT member for the leadership experience or the network opportunity, I believe you should join it and just try because you never know what will happen. I definitely think SALT is a great opportunity. Awesome. Uh, Jess, do you have anything to add to what Nalani said or elaborate on anything that she mentioned? No, I totally agree with what Nalani said, but I think a big thing for me in my deciding process on why I wanted to become a SALT member is thinking about the future of the program. You know, uh, we want to make the state ambassador program better for the next year of ambassadors. And I was looking back at my year and I was like, I see some things that I want to do differently. I want to change that, you know? And I felt like I could have some of the power to do some of these changes to have more of that impact because not only do we want to make our team great, but we want to make all the future teams great, you know, because otherwise we're going to be known as all the greatest ambassadors in history, but no, you want to keep improving from there and make it better. And I feel like that's a really important thing for SALT members to do. And that was a big reason why I wanted to become one. Yeah. And I think like a really cool thing to mention is like the SALT uh, members, they get to like, not only be the 
keepers of the clover for the next year of ambassadors and like really like mentor them and lead them but they also are thinking about like the future of the program and um that kind of like sums up just what you said and Nalani it's like just such a great learning experience I think overall I also want to mention for the listeners that uh, I am also a SALT member. I'm just going to be doing the interview process today because I want to hear from my fellow colleagues. But um, along with Jess and Nalani, I'm a SALT ambassador. So our next question is, what special opportunities do SALT members get to take action in? Our SALT members do a lot of that behind the scenes, um, more planning stuff that maybe you don't realize goes into it when you go into an event. There's a lot of that stuff where we have to decide early on what we want to do in different events. And ultimately, it's up to us to help make some of those decisions. Yeah, I definitely agree. Um, You know, as Justin Megan said earlier, the SALT members are kind of like the keeper of the clovers and they're continuing that um, teaching to the future state ambassador team and Minnesota 4-H. And so SALT members, they take a big opportunity in planning all that stuff and, you know, I think Megan mentioned this earlier, but like some state ambassadors can be part of the special projects team. And so like there's a lot of opportunities that are involved in being a SALT member that you can take part in. Like I know this year we have a true leaders in equity uh, program that some state ambassadors can join if that's something that they're interested in about diversity, equity and inclusion. And so there's so many opportunities that are available in SALT members. I know there's also a lot of leadership opportunities like this year. I was able to attend the National 4-H Conference where you are able to go to Washington, D.C. and present to federal federal government agencies on issues that you're issues that you're passionate about. And so there's also other leadership opportunities like 4-H Congress that are really amazing opportunity if you just want to take some action or build your leadership and other type of skills. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and we also have a bit of that like advising standpoint, I would say, you know, every group of ambassadors in 4-H has their adult advisors, but our SALT members are kind of like our youth advisors, you know, they have that experience from their first year and that helps the first years out with whatever they're doing. Yeah. And some of the other like uh, smaller things that the SALT members get to do is like finalize t-shirt designs after the the ambassador team comes up with like different t-shirt designs for the different events we get to kind of like be the final say or pick the colors along with the team but we kind of take that initiative of making final decisions as well as we like really make sure the themes are appropriate and another big thing we get to do is like plan some fun team building activities at retreats and events so like Jess said more of that behind the scene things not only at the like state level but even for the ambassador team too. Did you know Minnesota 4-H has an Instagram? Follow us at Minnesota 4-H and you can see all the great things 4-H has to offer. Welcome back. Now we're going to move on to our next question. What are some skills you have learned from being a SALT member? Yeah, and so some skills that I've learned from being a SALT member is definitely time management. As a SALT member, there are definitely a lot more um, work that needs to be done as a SALT member just because you're organizing more stuff so that the same ambassador team can all be together and kind of come together to work well. And so learning how to time manage from your school, your after school activities, your home um, assignments and everything like that is also a really big part of being a SALT member. I would say also organization, you know, making sure that 
you're on top of your assignments and making sure that things are getting done so that as a SALT member, you are a great role model for other state ambassadors so that they can also, that they can also um, follow your lead, I guess. Yeah, Nalani, you mentioned as we are role models for state ambassadors, something that I always try to keep in the back of my mind is how can I help our first years? How can I inspire them to lead in their own? Because the thing you'll the thing you'll see a lot with first year ambassadors is they have that ability to be a great leader. Sometimes they just need a little bit of that encouragement to really blossom and grow in their leadership potential. And I think that's a lot of what we can do as state or second year ambassadors. Um, because I know even for myself, I am a lot different from my first year versus now. And I want to have that same impact on our first years because we also got to keep in mind those first years are going to be next year's salt members. I think another big skill that like I definitely learned too was like working with adults. Like a lot of the time in different various groups, it's like the adults are the ones that are in charge and they're always making the decisions or you know, they have the final say. And really in this program, what's spectacular is like the SALT members most of the time work with the team and they're really the ones that are leading the events. Like they're the ones that are um, checking over the schedule. They're doing like the welcome part um, when we're doing like retreats and stuff. And then they're moving into like teaching some implementation of skill building and stuff like that. So it's really like the advisors get to kind of um, assist us with our knowledge. And then we get to teach that out to the uh, ambassador team. And it's definitely such a valuable thing to learn how to work with adults, especially at our young age, um, to really have that amazing partnership where we both kind of work at a almost level playing field on how much we each get to do. Um, and I think that's what makes the program really successful. And something that I just personally um, value a lot from being a SALT member is really having those youth and adult um, partnerships. So um, following the last question, uh, what hopes and dreams do you guys have for next year's SALT team? You know, something I really like about this year's team is how easily we get along with each other. Even with our different ideas and our different backgrounds, we all seem to just get along so easily. And I just hope that next year's SALT team can kind of embrace that and keep that same energy for the next state ambassador team. Because especially in a larger group like our state ambassador team is, you want to make sure that everybody's feeling welcome and everybody's ideas are being heard because it's very easily, very easy for people to get covered up in these larger group settings. And I just hope that they can sort of make that better or take it to another level, you know? Yeah, like definitely embrace that everyone has their own ideas and their own wants for uh, the program, but they can figure out how to like even compromise or figure out like how the different ideas are going to work in different positions. Is that what you're kind of getting at, Jess? Yeah, exactly. Like, I really, I really think that what made our team step up a little bit more is how accepting we, we were of each other and how easily we could just say like, yeah, we're just gonna, you know, do this. And I think that's really what made us to be a powerful team in a sense. Yeah, I definitely agree. Like I definitely felt so comfortable with the team this year because just our so strong, like our strong connection that we instantly had when we first met each other. Like 
I already knew we were going to be really great friends just because when I first started talking, I was like, wow, not only do we have a lot in common, but we also had a lot of differences, but we were very open-minded to that and very accepting to that. And we brought all of our differences together to work towards a solution that we were all very passionate about passionate about which was 4-H and so I hope that the next year's SALT team can continue to embrace these differences and bring so so many of their creative and bright ideas for the next for the following year and implement them into these events and programs that they're organizing because they definitely have so much potential and it's amazing what to see that what they have done this year already with like the monthly the service monthly challenges and just so much more with everything there are to detail and everything and so I really hope that they carry on that legacy next year. Yeah and I think one of like along with what Jess and Nalani said like I love your guys's um hopes and dreams I also wanted to add on like one of my hopes and dreams is just to like embrace being a part of the the salt team because it goes by so fast and like getting selected if you do to serve a second term like it is such an honor um and I feel like it goes by like fast like you go through all of these different meetings and behind the scenes planning and so just like acknowledging all the great moments with the first years and the 4-Hers and just embrace the opportunities and really like the amount of time that you put into being a second year and put into being a part of that ambassador team that's really what's going to like be what's so valuable that you get out of the programming and um how you really use that whole experience just to like learn and grow so definitely like embracing the time because I felt like it went by super fast so taking every moment in and enjoying those friendships like Nalani said no kidding it feels like just yesterday you know we were meeting our new team and like trying to come up with how we wanted to welcome them in and like get to know everyone and it is crazy to think of like the end is near I don't know like it's 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 weird to think of like how crazy fast the year went all right so on the last note now I want to know what each of your favorite state ambassador memory or event was and it could be from your first year or your second year this also might take some time to think because throughout the year as a salt team I'll just give our audience a little rundown while you guys think we start out as a salt team and we like start planning um kind of like what we're going to do at our orientation when we meet our new salt ambassador or our new state ambassadors we plan some like fun get to know you games and kind of how that um week-long bonding experience is going to kind of be laid out and then we basically do all the same events that the uh first year ambassadors do we have like a fall retreat we have a winter retreat and we have a spring retreat and then we also have the state fair in there and so um there's just lots of great events that we get to meet each other um we also do like monthly meetings as a just assault team and then monthly meetings as a whole team so lots of lots of opportunities to have those bonding moments overall Jess is ready I think Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. As you're talking about like, all these bonding moments and us trying to meet each other, make everyone feel welcome, you know, those things to like get a team started. It 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 really is what it's about is like getting to know these people and making these 
connections because I could tell you all these crazy memories and the funny stuff that happened at all these different events. But at the end of the day, the people are what I'm going to remember a lot more about the program. I met my best friend through this program and she's a second year with me right now. I met my college roommate through state ambassadors and it really is the connections that you make. I remember as our first when we were first year ambassadors when we were getting our pictures taken, someone said that these are going to be your friends for life and at first I was just like I don't know, maybe this year, you know, like we'll get to know each other pretty well, but we'll probably like fade away after that. No. Um, now that I've like, you know, gotten to know everyone and have made these connections, I talk to them more than people I talk to that I graduated high school with. It's really the people that I'm going to remember from this experience. And I think a lot of people can agree with me on that is that's what you really take away from it. And those are the biggest memories of all. Yeah, I definitely agree with you just wholeheartedly. Like, just the connections that I made with all the Salt Master team, the advisors, and the whole State Master team is just a memory of its own because it's just so impactful to me that these were these are the lifelong connections that I'm making. And even though, like, in my first year, I was quite timid, kind of shy, didn't really, wasn't, like, talking much. But, like, as a second year, I've gotten to know so much more people and really make that connection with them. And it's just been so important to me to keep those memories together because now I can rely on them and, you know, ask for help or give help to them if they need it. And just, like, you know, make those memories with them as long as we go um, and see what, and yeah, make memories with them in the future. Um, Another one of these memories that really stood out to me was uh, – the state fair state fair is like the first event you really really do together as a state ambassador team besides orientation and although I wasn't there my first year I was there my second year and I really really enjoyed it because it really gave me that one-on-one experience with the whole state ambassador team and I really got to know each and one of them more personally and not just as state ambassador but like as a student as a as a as a member of your yeah not not just as a 4-H'er but as someone outside of 4-H as well. Those are such great memories, Jess and Alani. Thanks for sharing them. Um, I think my favorite memory was at the state fair this year, along with Nalani. Actually, if anyone that's listening remembers, there was this crazy storm that went through the state fair, like just out of the blue. It was like a sunny day. And then all of a sudden, this crazy storm just blew through. And if you know anything about the 4-H building, it definitely is not very suitable for a lot of water. And so as a, a state ambassador team, we're not only responsible for, you know, the program but you know we want to protect all of the 4-H'ers projects in the building so when this crazy storm blew through apparently it was like maybe even a tornado in certain spots anyways I remember the water pouring down the walls and like we had all these like projects that we wouldn't didn't want to get damaged and so like us state ambassadors were holding like buckets trying to catch all the water and then we were trying to make sure like everyone was in the building because the tornado sirens were going off and we were like hurting the public in so that they were in a safe area and I remember like outside like all of the pop-up tents were like blowing over like it was just crazy madness but like as a state ambassador team we took action and we not only protected all the 4-H'ers 
and protected ourselves and the people that were in the building, but we were even making sure like people outside were just getting to safety. And this just really shows how we're such empowered youth and we can take action, think on our feet, and we have such good life skills. And as a team, I was just like so proud of us. It was like a funny memory, but I was just so proud how um we like just jumped up and just started taking action. Like we didn't need an adult to say, oh, everyone, you know, get in or whatever. But it was like, no, we just thought of everything that we needed to do right away. And I just was blown away by the whole experience, like actually literally blown away because it was so windy, but like um, just blown away because it was such a funny moment. So serious, but just now that I look back on it, I know that we had such amazing skills and such great bonding that we were able to just capture that moment and I will think about it forever um for sure no kidding oh gosh you made me really like think about how that night was I remember that vividly because I I remembered seeing the storm in the distance and I was like oh we'll be fine eventually like we're trying to shut all these windows you know and I go upstairs because both of my sisters were there for their 4-H encampment so here I am like going upstairs making sure my sisters are both like in the building you know and then all of a sudden that's when they're calling everyone downstairs to the first floor so I go from like making sure my sisters are there I see them both I throw my sister's stuff on the ground and tell her to get downstairs and then I start like hurting all these 4-H'ers I think I was the only ambassador up there but I was just trying to get them going trying to keep them calm so my youngest sister was her first time there and that was her experience with it so you know just keeping them calm and getting them down there but at the same time I'm like you have to have that immediate response for what do you do because if we're scared and we don't know what to do that's just gonna go on to all the all the other 4-Hers the participants a lot more it's gonna make them worry a lot more too it's well, actually yeah. oh. And we even ended up making our own entertainment. We were all sitting there waiting for the storm to pass. And we were like singing songs and doing improv. And like, yeah, it was just a wonderful time. It really showed not only the youth, how it's how they can like take action when the, a situation like that might happen too. But it like also was just like a bonding experience for every single 4-H'er. Like we just all could just giggle about the whole situation. And then Nalani wanted to add something. So I'll give her the chance to speak as well. Yeah, I also just want to say like, it's funny because that night I actually left early. I left like five minutes early before like, it was nighttime so I left five minutes early I had to go home and like I can tell like at night it, my phone was just blowing up from slack from people just texting like oh my god what's happening and like all this stuff and I was like oh my god what is happening like it's crazy and I just got back there the, the other day and like oh my god did you guys not hear about the storm and I was like oh my god no but it's great to see like you know that everything worked out and you know how fast we were to take action on our feet and it's amazing to see what we've been doing Yes, that's fantastic. Okay, so um, this one's going to be a little bit more on the broad side, but I want every single person just to give me one piece of advice that you have for every single 4-H'er to take away from their 4-H experience. For me, it would be to keep building those connections, whether it's personal or professional connections. Uh just building those connections are just super important because they can help you in the future and currently now. So it's super important to just keep building those connections so that they can help you wherever you, and whenever you need them. 
That's fantastic, Nalani. I love that piece of advice. Jess, what are you thinking? I really have to say, find your role in 4-H. Whether you're an urban 4-H'er, rural 4-H'er, whether your experience is, I do all these things, or maybe it's just your one thing. No matter what you do in 4-H, everybody has their thing. And that is your role. You have to find it and embrace it because that is what's going to lead you to opportunities down the road. That is what is going to help you become the leader and not only the leader, but also the person that you're going to be the rest of your life. So find your thing that you really enjoy about 4-H. Take action in it. Find those doors that are open and go for those opportunities. You will never have a chance like this to go for all the opportunities that 4-H can give you. That's fantastic piece of advice, Jess. Um, I think my piece of advice is to just make connections everywhere. Like, Make connections with the public when you're wearing a 4-H t-shirt and they're like, what's 4-H? Tell them what 4-H is. Tell them what you do in 4-H. Um, ask them what they're interested in 4-H. Like, just don't be afraid to just talk all about 4-H. And even if you don't know a ton about it and you just do, like, dog or you show your horse, that's still fantastic. I think the more people that can just talk about 4-H and just share the story of it, the more that we're going to bring awareness to this program and just it's going to continue to grow and just be better for the future generations. So um, once again, like my advice is just talk about 4-H, embrace it, um, wear your 4-H t-shirts proud and um, yeah, just take every single moment in that you're participating in a 4-H event or um you know, attending a 4-H event and really enjoy it and have tons of fun in it because it's all about fun. All right. Now to wrap up, I want to thank Nalani and Jess for their time and dedication towards leading and improving Minnesota 4-H. So thank you guys. And as we close up this episode, I want you to remember this podcast is brought to you by the number four, the letter H, and the color green. Thank you for tuning into this episode of the podcast, and we hope to see you next time. 4-H is a youth development program of the University of Minnesota Extension. It is available for youth in kindergarten through one year after high school. 4-Hers participate in hands-on learning experiences in STEM, leadership and civic engagement, animal science, creative arts, and much more. To learn more about Minnesota 4-H, visit z.umn.edu slash 4-H.